Here we go. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Frank Cox here. Smoker Builder. We're at Smoker Builder Week. I got a bunch of buddies here with me. I got these Shirley boys. There's two here, and there's one right there. And then I got uh, Aaron with us and my boy Joe. Bob will be here momentarily. And uh, we're just going to hope you guys can hear us okay. We're just going to play the little intro here, and we're going to get right into it. We're just going to have a conversation tonight and just see what we – we don't even know what we're going to talk about. We're just going to sit here and have a drink and have fun. Again. Okay, we're not going to play the <laughs> I don't know what's happening anyway. I hope you guys can hear me. Everything's going crazy over here. What's up, hey man? It says we don't know who you are though. Yep, yep. So yep. Uh, we're we're currently live on uh it's on uh, YouTube and two places on Facebook. We introduce everybody so far on uh this side of me. That's my buddy Paul Shirley. We go way back. This is Ross Springer from Shirley Fabrication, right across the street there, over there, however you're looking at it. That's Tyler. He's also Shirley Fab. That's uh, Aaron and then my boy Joe. We hope you guys are having a good time tonight. We don't even know what we're going to talk about. We're up here at the Weldon School. Uh, we've been in here cooking and hanging out and doing all kinds of stuff today to get ready for tomorrow. And uh, anyway, I'm going to let Paul kind of talk about uh, Shirley Fabrication. When did you start it? Uh, we started Shirley Fabrication, me and Tyler, about what, Tyler? How long? 10 years ago? 11? Almost 12. I was saying it started whenever I graduated high school, pretty much. Um, just whenever we started welding and doing, you know, welding the, the business. You know, I wouldn't necessarily say we started Shirley Fabrication at that point, but yeah, it started pretty much whenever. You know, when I got out of high school, you know, I went and uh, worked at interns here, but actually worked all worked down on the and found out real quick that that wasn't necessarily my cup of tea. They had me in there sorting through files and paperwork and, you know, printing stuff off the computer and, you know, sticking them in envelopes. I did it for about a month and a half. I was like, I can't do this. Not for me. Yeah. <laughs> After that, you know, we started, uh, you know, doing, you know, welding and back. Yeah. How old was you? 18. He was 18. He started out with me. Tyler started out with me on my first job back then. He was probably 14 years old. My brother-in-law owned a big uh, construction company, and we'd work on his equipment. So the first job I ever had Tyler do, I'll never forget, wasn't a shade tree within 100 yards, man. And it was hot. <laughs> so I was repairing it repairing a big trailer that got torn up and was cutting fenders out and i had laid them out and i had tyler over there cutting them with a matabo yeah. and you remember don't you my brother-in-law came up said you got that boy working right I said yeah i do but i told tyler that day i said look i said i don't care if you do this for a living i really don't but know how to do something you know yeah. learn how to do something have some skill you yeah. know so from that point he started working with me and when he was in the shop with me uh there at the house, he, he is building some of the most slick custom bumpers you ever seen yeah. when he was in high school. I, you know? I remember the bumper days. But oh, yeah. now, just to make it official, Tyler is the sole, he is the official owner of Shirley Fabrication. Has been for how long? Five years, probably? Five or six, maybe? Yeah. That's what's wrong with it. But we, <laughs> no, we had some labor problems one time. I felt like it was labor problems. I came out there and threw one of my Paul Fitz and 
throw it where they are. So I tell you what, I got a full time job. You take this son of a gun over. And, <laughs> and basically, that's the way it went down. And he did, and he's done great with it. Yeah. I still, you know, people people ask this question well, why? Well, who's who? Who's what? I'll tell you this. I work four days on, four days off in a refinery. I build cookers on my off day days. Now that Tyler's in his new shop, he's there. I'm at my shop. So I just, I still do stuff under Shirley Fabrication, but, uh, you know, I have license, I have business license and all that, but Tyler is the owner. He is, he's a heavy hitter with all the stuff going on. And you can tell him a little bit what you do besides, you do a lot besides cookers. And that's what people don't understand. Oh, and Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. That's my brother. He, you know, I started Essentially, I started doing, you know, just miscellaneous fabrication work, not cooking straight out of high school, just a pastry school. And Ross, I guess he's eight years younger than me, so I was 18. You know, he was 10 years old out there running the grinder, grinding the slag off a plate, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And then, you know, I thought I ruled the world, too. I <laughs> As I started doing more stuff, uh, you know, we started doing uh, plant maintenance for a concrete plant. At that time, he was probably 13, so he would he would come out there and drag welding and leaves, run the torch hoses, cut clay, you know, 13 years old. You know, so that happened, and then, you know, we would do you know, dance work and anything to make a dollar, pretty much. All kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, it just kind of snowballed, and they started doing that, and then we started doing, you know, heavy equipment repair, and then, um, at that point, we probably all probably 23 hauling and build a cooker for himself. So we built this big tandem action trailer rig and had, I don't even remember what all it had on it, but it was, you know, a bunch of stuff. And, uh, I think after we did that, Paul may have posted up some photos. And then for the guy from Tennessee wanted to cook it kind of started out a guy in Birmingham wanted one. He said, no, we didn't know what we – I mean, we, I had, remember in, that. we had investigated yeah. cookers and looked at stuff was on Smoker Builder yeah, a, a lot with yeah. Cam and Reckless and Kill Switch, you, yeah. tons of people. It was great. I mean, we had a, and learned a lot. So I started investigating cookers. First one we built was for me. Then we decided we'd build one, didn't make a dollar on it, built one for a, a guy in, uh, in, in Birmingham, Alabama, I learned how to post it on the Barbecue Brothers site and a guy in Tennessee. <laughs> Will, my buddy Will, bought one from me. And then from that point, it just started exponentially. Yeah. You know, we started investigating building smokers, you know, trying to fine-tune things, going into the cabinet models and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And it kind of snowballed from that point. At first, we were not making a penny. I can yeah. tell you that. We weren't. We weren't making a dime, you know. But now, yeah, sure, if you didn't make business, you wouldn't be doing it. Well, didn't make money, you wouldn't I, be I, I remember those days uh, back. At, so his name on the forum was uh, Tuscaloosa Q because he's from Tuscaloosa. Oh, and right. uh, exactly what right. one of the things we used to do on the forum back in those days was me and Derek and a couple of the other guys, we'd mess with people on their, their profile pictures. You know, we'd change stuff around. I think your profile picture says, hey, ain't I cute? Yeah. <laughs> that's right. that's right. Oh, yeah. it's still got two big old googly eyes on it anyway. Yeah. It's funny that's stuff. That's right. And uh, anyway, but yeah, so you guys were building one of them. It was a big uh, cooker trailer, yes, trailer yeah. with a roof on it. Yeah, and stuff that's right. And that I, you guys was building. That's right. And I'll give a shout out to my buddy Cam too. He helped yeah, me a Cam. lot. Frank helped me. Just a lot of different people. I'm just telling you, a lot of people 
were involved. You don't want to take claim to fame when other people helped you. You know, sure, we got skills, mm -hmm. but, you know, other people helped us to learn. And Tyler, we just developed stuff along the way. And then Ross is in there now with Tyler and they're in the new shop and, you know, big things will be coming. They're, they're, you so, know, they're, they're doing good things. So Aaron over here too, he's from Arizona and stuff, and he's helping us with the welding class and stuff. But real quick, I wanted to ask you a question though, Paul. Okay. Uh, so as far as like the current, I'm going to call it the barbecue economy, right? Because right. it's different than everything else. Oh yeah. So as, as far as the current barbecue economy, do you think there's room for other people to start building cookers? Absolutely. Sure there is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really? Absolutely. If, if there's, there's a great. guy out there that's been like kind of scratching his head thinking maybe I want to get in here and yeah. start building some bits, there's plenty to go around. Oh, there he is. There's plenty yeah. to go around. I'm, I'm going to tell you, man, if you start out and fails a little bit, guess what? You're with the rest of us. We yeah, all we have all done did. it. <laughs> I mean, we've made mistakes. We've done things. We, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's we worked up. our rear ends off and didn't make yes, money. Didn't on make stuff. a penny. Matter of fact, it thing. cost us money. Yes. <laughs> I mean, there's, yes. Been, there's been a few pop up over the last few years that are, that are you know, they're doing nice pits. Yeah. Yeah. They're working their way up. Yeah, yeah. they are. I mean, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, you know, I know, and of course, anybody that's out there building any pits, you know, their biggest challenge right now is with uh, the price of steel and consumables, not just steel. When you run into one thing, when one thing goes up, it's a snowball effect. You know, uh, everything's gone up, you know, yeah. you, in, even in California, I'm sure. Yeah. So, you know, you, your consumables, trailer parts, and down to uh, your nuts and bolts that you put on yeah. panels on, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's tough out there right now. It's, uh, it's mm -hmm. tough. Yeah. But hopefully, you know, one day it's going to get better. You yeah. just got to hang in there and keep doing what you do. Yeah. So, uh, so Tyler, you got started then when you was uh, 18, actually in the business. When did you? Well, I was thinking, there was a. It's always been. You know, there's been cookers, and then there's been the other fab work. Iron work. Right. Iron work. Uh, you know, we do a ton of uh, heavy equipment repair. You know, we work on dump trucks. guys work for you and there's 11 of us total 11, 11. freaking hauling dude. Including, <laughs> including us including, including you guys that's great that's sometimes they'll include me and they'll let me come over there and work a little bit 
they'll let you. you know, if <laughs> they were gonna build me a little safe room, they said one time or something to keep me pinned in, because yeah. I, yeah, I was subject to get a little irritated. Shot. They're about five miles from one another, but guarantee, but it's possible. I'm gonna work for all parties. He's gonna be up there at least four days a week. You gonna see this place? At least I'm coming days. up checking. Yeah, looking. Yeah. Tyler, you know, I, I, I can't keep my hand out of it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's so funny. Uh, Carl uh, here wants to know how many cookers have you built? Oh, God. Man. Well, you no, go back I'll and take track. I'll take this. I moved houses. I'm, we moved uh, from one house to our other house. And I have two cardboard boxes. They're rectangular shaped and they're about three foot tall. And they've got uh, nine by 11 envelopes full of bills. It's been well over a thousand. I mean, wait, you know, well over a thousand. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say close to that. Especially yeah. now that we're doing yeah. the 36s, you know, yeah. that's picked yeah. up the small pack. You know, that's a big Yeah, we, we do it. We do a lot. <laughs> and it, it depends on, and Tyler can tell you this. I mean, if you're doing a standard. 36 model is pretty much the same. It's standard, doesn't have any upgrades, stainless steel, blah, 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 blah. You can turn them, roll them out quick. That's but right. where you really get into lead times and more uh, when you get into a custom build. Yeah. That's one thing we're, you know, we, we put our, ourselves out there as custom builders. We will, we have guys that have sent us blueprints of what they want built. Have we not? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, and, I recently that, uh, named actually Antoine Washington. He sent us a, which in his cooker, actually, he got his cooker last probably Thursday or Friday. This is, we haven't built any cooker like this. He sent exactly what he wanted, and we built it exactly like he wanted. Right. That's uh, cool. The traditional offset uh, mm-hmm. cabinet model. Uh, he, wanted, uh, he wanted an insulated firebox with servings. Mm-hmm. You know, we built it exactly like he wanted. Yeah. And this is his short cooker. That's it cool. Is, the only time sometimes that somebody sends you something, you will make a recommendation like, hey, man, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know about that. You know, I'm not sure, you know, but, you know, end result, if they're paying the money for it, you try to do what they want. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. You, I mean, that's it. Yeah. So, 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 Ross, when did you jump on board? And I was probably, I don't know what year it was, but Tyler, he brought me, he had me over at the shop when I was, like he said, you know, 10, 11. And I really started getting into stuff uh, when I was probably 13. I remember I was 13 when he let me grind out the first bumper. And I thought that I was holding a golden grinder. I mean, I was so <laughs> proud to grind that bumper. And so that's cool. A lot of our, a lot of my buddies from school, you know, that you know, good work ethic, good guys that started to work with us, some of Tyler's buddies. And so all the guys at the shop, we all know each other. There's a few guys that are that were new that went to welding classes and stuff. We got a good group of guys. And Tyler, he brought me in early. And, uh, you know, him and Paul both have really created the work ethic that I have, you know, just instilling in me and how, how important it is, you know, just um, to do things right. And uh, mm-hmm. so I, I, was, I was young. I was out at the concrete plant with Tyler. 14 years old, cutting with a torch. And, uh, <laughs> and when y'all hear me speak, you hear me talking about my boys. Ross is just like my son. He, right. He's he's just, just like my son. I treat him like my son. I have disciplined him like my son. <laughs> and he has got really pissed off at Paul. Yep. He told his mama one time, he said, you know, I love Paul, but I 
kill him sometimes. He makes me so mad. Man, I, I remember, you know, it, when growing up in high school and stuff, all my buddies would come over and we'd go duck hunting and stuff on the weekends. We'd go duck hunting. It'd be about 7, 7 o'clock, 7.30. I wasn't even close to ready to go home yet. Tyler would text me, what time are you going to be at the shop? What time are you going to be at the shop? I'd go home, carry the boat home, go in the house, and all my buddies would go to sleep. And I'd put on my work pants. Head on to the shop, and uh, I'm thankful for it, you know, because uh, I love it. I love every mm-hmm. bit of it. And, uh, it's, it's, we've been blessed. We really have. Yeah. Richard's uh, saying I'm, I'm building a reverse yeah, motor Richard a 250 Wyatt. gallon tank, and I'm getting ready. Uh, let's Let see what it says. Yeah. Here. Okay. I'm building a reverse flow smoker out of 250 gallon tank, and I'm getting ready to put the exhaust stack in after this tower on. But I have a, but it has to be off, have to be off. Here's the offset in it. If so, how do you cut that out? I'm assuming a teardrop type yeah, opening. If it's going to be on the domed end of the tank, mm-hmm. for what you're doing, the easiest way that I can tell you to do it, if you have a short drop of pipe, you can, you can get it and sit it where you want it located on the dome radius of your tank. Sit it where you want it located and just spot it there level. And you can get a piece of flat soap stone, or either you can get a straight edge and stick it where it goes on the tank. So it's going like this, and as long as you mark it going straight down, and then just go around the stack like this. One inch at a time. Yeah, shape. And mark it. Well, when you're looking at it from the side, you know it's going to look straight, but if you go back and look, it's going to look like an elliptical shape. Yeah. You cut it out like that. You'll get it. You'll drop it down in and it'll yeah. be fine. Piece yeah. by piece, yeah. even if you have to go look, sit it down in there, cut cut a little bit off, mm-hmm. sit it back, cut a little bit more off till it fits, it'll go. Yeah, another trick that I saw a pipe fitter doing is, actually Bob told me about this, but I saw some videos about use a piece of angle iron mm-hmm. so yeah. long because that angle iron will sit perfectly it's flat on that, yeah. on that pipe, yeah. and then you just run it down and then yeah. hit your two in, where the, the two ends of that angle is, yeah. move it over, hit it again. Just kind of follow that around. Yeah, I see. You could actually. I can tell you another way, too, and because and, I did Boilermaker work for years. You can do this, too. You can get whatever whatever size pipe it is, if it's six and three-eighths or whatever, OD or whatever. You can set your radius marker up, draw a regular circle around that. Have, have it center punch where you put your marker. Draw a regular circle around that. Go off that one center punch, an eighth of an inch downhill, draw another circle. An eighth of an inch uphill, draw another circle, and it's going to be, it's going to elongate everything. You're going to oh, see yeah. it. And and it, it both it, sides will be elongated. You cut it, and it'll, it'll, it'll go. And if you intend to do any more, like if you intend to make another one, if you'll keep that drop of pipe yeah, that keep you cut that out, keep yeah, it, keep you can drop. sit it on top of the next one and trace around it. And you got your own. Right. Like yeah. I'll make that coke and spend It's gold. It? Yeah. Just keep Just it. make another one. And put yeah. it on the shelf and right on there. Yep, exactly. Four inch pipe, 24 inch bell. <laughs> yes. The beauty of it, though, is you, you can cut that hole, even if you have to trim it 96 times. Yep. At the end, once you get it put in there, nobody knows. That's nope. right. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey so, so this right here is a testament to, to you guys right here. This is killer. Yeah. Daniel Dunn, you know that name, Tyler. <laughs> Here's what he has to say. Been on Tyler's waiting list for two years. I know I've emailed him well over a hundred times. He graciously responded 
and answered every question. Real good people like them make me say, "Take my money, <laughs> dude." When somebody's been on your when somebody's been on your waiting list for two years and he's still a super fan, yeah, that's that's saying something right there. Yeah. So, so tell me about that. Like, because I mean, it's an industry disease, it's a disease in the industry. Right. And the problem is not that pit builders aren't fast enough or aren't good enough. That's not the problem. The problem is there's too much, too much demand and not enough pit builders. Right. Yeah. Right. That's really what the issue is. And, you know, the one thing with us is, you know, we're not going to short things. Yeah. You know, whenever we do something, if it takes us, week to do it that's just how long it takes because everything we do if it's not perfect when we Ross is probably one of the most I can't even I can't even describe it he makes me mad sometimes I can't help it too tedious I can't, that's something I can't control. But you would rather have that than somebody don't. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. That's right. So, so kind of, kind of going to ask a question here that might make you have to be a little vulnerable here. Right. Okay. You ready? So, so what advice? So, you guys have had a big waiting list. Because you, you're world famous, you know you guys do awesome work, quality speaks, you know. And Paul's big mouth when he gets on the camera—that's hilarious. That's right. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> anyway, me. So, uh, what what advice would you give to a new a pit builder, a guy that's wanting to go pro, that's getting into it, that's starting to kind of get the ball, the snowballs going, right. and it's, it's just ready to take off without him, right? That's kind of where he's at as far as getting leads and making promises, right. getting jobs scheduled. Trying to have some kind of a timeline. What advice would you give that guy? I would say to underpromise and overdeliver as far as a timeline goes. Nobody is going to be mad about getting something sooner than expected. So if you tell a guy, you're like, look, you know, I, I can have your cooker ready in six months. Well, if you get it, if you get if you got it complete in four months. Happy yeah, man. yeah. But if you tell them you can have it ready in six months and it takes you twelve, then you got they're problems. Gonna be mad. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. And you don't ever want to have to rush something to complete it. You know, mm -hmm. we've had time. There's been one cooker that stands out. Uh, you know, in my mind, is that uh, Ross? He he worked twenty four hours straight to have a cooker completed, mm -hmm. and I had flown back from Colorado. I was on a ski trip. I got back from Colorado at 7 o'clock that night. Ross came and picked me up. I went to the shop and worked till 1 o'clock that next day to make sure that we had it completed because that's what we told the guy we were going to do, and that's what you have to do. So yeah, right. yeah. the main thing is, I would say, is to do what you say you're going to do because yeah. if you don't, then – once you get, it'll take you years to get a good name, but it'll take you one day to get a bad name. Oh yeah, that's right. One day. And and, and, and one thing, and, and I know this is true. If you can't, if you'll honestly be honest with customers and say, "Man, I'm just going to be straight up honest with you," I'm running behind a little bit. Yeah. And communicate with them. I have never had one that got me, mad. Me too. Yeah. Have you? I've no, never got no. one. If you if you just 
genuinely do it and tell yeah. them the truth. Some sometimes you, know, if you hide from them now; it's not going to be good. Yeah, yeah. We call it Murphy. Yeah, you know, like sometimes Murphy happens, man. He comes out of cracks. Yeah, he's all over the place. You just don't know what's going to happen. Things happen. You can have yeah. equipment break down. Cold stuff. COVID, that's a like big <laughs> deal, man. Another Supply thing, chain. If I can yes. recommend one thing for me to do, top tier work. Yeah. If you're yeah. going to do it, if, if, if you're going to do it, do it 100% or not at all. Yeah. Because, you know, which not, not everybody's this way. Every, you know, there's some people that would just like, they just want to build, you know, build it and, you know, get it done. But with us, you know, I think, you know, a lot of people, you know, I know this guy right here, he built some, he showed me some awesome stuff. It's crazy what he does. It's phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal. I'm jealous. I got to tell you right now, he didn't, he didn't whip that out in three hours. No, no, no. You know, time and dedication to build it. And a lot of people take value in having something that a craftsman did. So, yeah. you know, take pride in your work, you know, round your corners, you know. Uh, yeah. Just do it. You know, just you know, make everything perfect. Yeah. Yours perfect, and you can make it. Nobody's perfect, but at least people see and they notice the pride that you take. Yep. Absolutely. Yes. You know, initially, that takes a long time to get down. You're, you're cutting something, and it's not square, so then you, know, you make it just right. And if you cut yourself short, and you mm -hmm. say, oh, it'll be fine, I'll fill it in. You keep saying that. It goes routine. And, and that thing is not. Well, yeah, that's what. The, in the it's beginning, in the yeah. beginning, if you let one thing go in the beginning, it, it causes it causes errors yeah. throughout the whole thing. So oh, yeah. it might as well just start out and work itself out and be perfect at the end. Yeah, you'll be compensating the entire yeah. time. Yeah. Mm. I always say just take that step back, come yeah. to mm -hmm. yourself, make sure things are where they're supposed to be, where you yeah. intended them to be, make it a cut, drill a hole, nail in the center, whatever it is, and then continue your building. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. Over time, Will speed up naturally. At yeah. first, it may take you longer to get things perfect, but over time, that'll pick up, and then it'll just become common. Yeah, yeah, that's. And I see there's a thing about the calculators, failed yeah, calculators. Yeah, Carl wants to know. Help, helpful, and all that. Is, is it is it is helpful it or completely, completely wrong? wrong? It's not. Well, let's tell the history first. Yeah. Though. So, so it all started on the smoke ring. That's, that's right. Yeah. That's really that's where right. it all started, and uh, so, but our calculator, the Felden calculator. Both came from the original deal, Alien Barbecue. Right, that's is right. Where it was, and, and Cam and all those guys from the from the smoke ring and all that. But then go ahead. How do you feel about yeah, it? Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna tell you what. For somebody just getting into pit building, this is the way I feel about it. It is a great starting point. Yeah. It is. It's not. I don't want to say it's not right, but mm -hmm. I don't want to say it's cut and dry right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not. You know, wrong either. I'm just saying it is a great starting point. After building well into the thousands of cookers. I instinctively know what I need to do. Yeah. I know that this is going to work. And I guarantee you, there's, in fact, I saw a pit builder on one of your sites, was uh, on one of the podcasts, talking about it. You know, he said, you, you just know after a while. Yeah. I yeah. just know, you know. Well, yep, yep, that's true. Because well, how do you feel about that? So, so the it's truth not wrong. Is, I'm not saying it's well, well, but I'm not saying it's absolute. The truth is, if you run the numbers on my calculator, barbecuepitcalculator.com, or Feldens, you will get exactly the same numbers, probably. It just depends on, you know, uh, you know, Felden wrote his with HTML, so his works a little different. Ours is written in a database application, which actually runs on PHP way back in the internets. 
right. stuff happens, you know. Right. So they the math kind of works a little bit different sometimes. However, they're very close. What is different is the application of those numbers. Like we're going to tell you to go not a hundred percent on the number. We're going to tell you to go a hundred and between a hundred and three and a hundred and fifteen percent differential on your firebox, for instance. Right. And so, so we've got a window there that we're going to tell you to try to be in, but it's just a real good rule of thumb. That's that was the original intention of that of those uh, the old spreadsheet back in the day, and uh, everybody just has their pitch on it. Uh, Felden, their site is going to tell you different than what we tell you to do as far as application goes. And truthfully, like Paul said, you build enough cookers, you kind of just like figure it out. Like yeah, what what have we do. been doing that's unnecessary? As far as the way that our customers want to run their our cookers, you know, and uh, experience them. So, the the truth of the matter is, how many how many thousand gallon pits out there are built with a two hundred fifty gallon firebox? A lot of them. a lot of, them. and that's yes. about twenty five percent. How big I would tell you to go? Yeah. If exactly. if you was using my numbers, I would tell you. What did I tell you, Tyler? Yeah. Five hundred gallon, half of five hundred. That's just what our numbers always said, you know. But but it works. Those, it works for those guys. They have their design. They have their way they exactly. build it, you know. And I'll say, I want to say this for a beginner or somebody starting out. No, remember this. I'll say guys that have built, you know, I have just read for them. But they build by that calculator where they go back and insulate it, and they don't take into consideration. They, they've taken, you know, they or they'll put fire brick in it, and they, they've less – they they made smaller. it smaller and yeah, don't yeah. really realize it. Yeah, yeah. They so I, I personally uh, think you could be – It'd be better to be bigger than small. Yeah, all day is. long. It is. You know, stack wise, yeah. everything. Yeah. You know? What do you think about that, Aaron? Well, I have not made as many cookers as you guys for <laughs> sure. Uh, I don't even know if I've crested the double digit, but I have to use your calculator each time. And yeah. I make some decent food off that thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's all about the functionality of the fire. That yeah. Has to do its thing and it's not exactly. Set, yep. Exit, flow. So. It, I've been, you know, I've been paying attention yeah. to, to the form and the build and all that. And I'm new to the cooking cooker world. You know, oh, I'm saying like she's like metal art. But uh, once you get the form and there's hundreds of people chiming in on this, uh, this is the best. This is the best. Like, <laughs> you just kind of grab all that. Yeah. Worth it, it can be confusing. Yeah. Your own list. Your own opinion. Your own way. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and and I mean those guys that do the two fifty on a thousand gallon, they build their fire totally different than I do. Yeah. You know, there, there's a lot of that too because I mean, yeah. we oh, yeah. we've always said Smoker Builder has always said you know with plans and things like that, fifty percent of it is is the design of the cooker. The other fifty percent is the guy running it. Yeah. So so if I design a pit around how the how I think is the best method to make it for a beginner because that's really where we focus a DIY guy. Somebody that's going to do it himself, you know, that just wants to get into it. You know, that's our perspective. So so when we do it for that, we're giving him like the best, like rule of thumb, easiest entry point is what we're looking at. We want to get him excited about it and get him to want to do it more. Yes. And uh, if he has success with his with his first experience, he'll probably want to do it again. Yeah. You know, and so that's the yeah, sweet one. Yeah, every time, man. And, and so truth. If you can, if you can just help get them past that that bump, you know, yeah. and then then they can do whatever they're going to run. Yeah. Make one the wrong yeah. Side, you you say, Damn it! And then you're going to get one together and build that third. I never, you know, I didn't believe that I built it, the big one we built, and it worked good. 
But my, my superintendent at work, the first one we ever built, is a huge one on the trailer. He said, man, you'll have to build about three for you like it. Like, it, you know, it's going to be like, I said, ain't no freaking way, buddy. That's as much time as I put in this. <laughs> Next thing I know, I sold it and I'm after building, you know. And I'm in my, what, I've got a really big one that's been sitting in the corner at the shop for a while now. I got to talk to you about that yeah. one. Though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> chance I got to move my alarm I'm like I just need to sell these get them out of my face and I can start again with my next set. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think the biggest mistake that people made on building their own hooker is the intake and discharge. Yeah. I think that is the not enough air coming in and not enough absolutely I agree with that hundred percent. Right. You can you can have a, a firebox that's one thing I've yeah. seen a lot of. It's just the diameter mainly. You know? and, and, and one other thing, too, young people that get, say, one of our pits. I've had guys get our pits. And man, it don't work. It ain't working. We only go, we sold 1,500 or whatever. And, and I said, let me see your wood. And he'll have a log like this big around. <laughs> he said, well, my neighbor's a fireman. And he said that would work, you know. And I said, well, look. You firefighters put fires out. Yeah, they don't start. <laughs> like great. It'll start them. <laughs> yeah. It is. That's key. I mean, it is. You can almost cook on most incorrect cookers if you can pay attention to fire. Fire. Exactly. That's yeah. a big deal. It is, you know. Huge. Huge. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's just all. So I got to hang out with a dude named Al Fergoni here a few weeks ago. That's and, a solid name. Dude. <laughs> and and uh, Al, Al is actually from Argentina. He does open fire, you know. Oh, like live fire stuff, uh, like they take a wagon wheel, big old wagon wheel, cut the spokes out. That's with their bead, you know, and they got flat pan right. in it, build fire. They got stuff hanging on like this trapeze act that's over the top of yeah. the – dude, it's so cool. And, and like, hanging out with that guy and watching him cook barbecue just as good in that open fire as, right. we, as we cook in, a, in an offset or whatever, you know, probably yeah. better sometimes. And, and, dude, it's all about heat control, you know, and it's yeah. just like knowing your fire – Knowing where to put the heat, knowing how big your cold bed has to be, you know, uh, knowing wet fuel. Like, yeah. when do I add fuel? Is it already pre-lit? Like, and, and what like, to do? There's no chart to plug that in. Yeah, yeah, no. It's wood experience. Is, wood is, is your wood good? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. All of that stuff factors, though. Yeah. You have to learn about the wood, right. the burn, mm -hmm. the smoke, all that matters. Yeah, if you ever, anybody watching this out there, if you ever have a chance to go watch Al Fragoni or any of those guys like him cook, Dark Side of the Grill is another one. If you ever have a chance to go watch Mel from Dark Side or any of those guys cook like that, it's worth it. Go do it. It's, it's, it's freaking cool.
it, it's yeah. a different way of doing things, man. Yeah. It's it's exciting, but uh, but yeah, yeah. So knowing how to run it is the other fifty percent of the battle. I was just about to talk about yeah. You know, let's say that you're white. Let's say that you make it. A fire out here, you you're burning leaves, or whatever. You may never have smoke directly on you, but that evening or the next morning or whenever you take a shower and you wash your hair, you're going to smell like a fire. Yeah. But you didn't have any smoke on you at all. Mm -hmm. You're going to get the smoke from, you know, yeah. you know from, the, from the fire. It's so coming off the wood. You have this white smoke coming out of you. Yeah. yeah, I feel like a lot of people think that they need that. They want that thing smoking, smoking, smoking. You hear Paul talk about all the time, kind of a clear blue looking. Yeah, yeah. Or, or vapor. Yeah, you, almost, like, yeah, you almost can't even see it coming out of the stack. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing Paul talked about that I never thought about was that really is carcinogens from smoke. Yeah. If you're really smoke, I mean, if it's just uh, obviously when you first throw some meat when you're throwing wood on there you know initially of course it's going to smoke on its light up once that fire gets rolling you know but people with it smoking you really just that's not good yeah it's not good you know somebody it might have been cam that said that i don't remember somebody in the old days there was talking about like what's in that you know, and and you get this like numb feeling on your tongue. This is like it's actually cyanide. Yeah, is really? in that. Wow. Yeah, you know, and uh, there's one of them old smoke ring guys was talking about it. I don't yeah. remember who it was. I think it was Cam. But anyway, yeah. So so yeah, like getting clean smoke, getting a good complete combustion, very important. And it's 50% pit design. The other 50% is how you run it. You know? I, I, I think just knowing how to make. Mm -hmm. Yeah, knowing how to major fires and one major thing is getting a good cold bed to slap this Yeah. Because you know, if you burn, if you get if you start off with you know, a few pieces of wood, well it will no be chance. long before there's there's no coals left because it's burnt down in this ash. Well then you gotta go again and the next thing you know, all you're doing is just burning a lot of pressure into it. Yeah. 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 Now you're going to claim your timing. Yeah, exactly. So, so Shirley Fabrication uh, perspective on traditional offsets. You guys just broke into it. Kind of give me your feedback on how you, how you feel about it. I think that uh, is is. Let me ask you this, because it could just be that. I mean, and it's nothing wrong with this at all. It could be that you guys are getting a lot of requests for it, so you decided to build them like that, or is it because you guys want to build them? I think they're both. Both. Uh, you know, we're mm -hmm. fabricated. Yeah, you know, we like building different stuff. You know, don't want to build the same freaking thing every single no. time. Yeah, I mean, you know, on tradition, I think a lot of it's personal preference. Like I you know, what you like. Well, back in the day when your old man was on the forum, that's all we talked about was reverse flow. Yeah, you didn't hear anything. You didn't hear nothing. No, Everybody was never. like, you don't that's want no like offset. Bad, you know, <laughs> I think it's a fad. I think a lot of it, I think some of it is a fad. You know, Those know. old dinosaurs are saying it's yeah, a fad. You know, I've had people say, you know, reverse flow. <laughs> well, I'm not going to tell you who said this. 
somebody. But anyway, they said, you know, reverse flows were inferior cookers. Well, go tell Connie Crawford, who just won a grand championship on our reverse, reverse flow in Texas last week. And another guy uh, got a call, first play calling chicken or real or something. It, it's, and I honestly believe. Aaron, I mean, I'm just going to use Aaron Franklin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron he's, Franklin. He's the could, one that yeah, started the yeah, pad. Yeah, yeah, But he could get on one of my reverse flows and cook, and it would be just – because he just knows how to cook. He freaking knows you how know, to cook. Plus, you know, and I'm not saying anything about Aaron. He's great. I know he's fantastic. But, you know, his brisket he's cooking probably ain't what I'm getting at Walmart. Or no. Or, you know, he's got I'm his own bird. Yeah, 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 he's got his own uh, meat, man. Yeah. I think you're going – if you have, if you got a traditional offset and you got a reverse flow, and you, neither one of these guys have ever cooked in their yes. lifetime, if the guy that cooks on the traditional offset mm-hmm. and the guy on the reverse flow, the guy on the traditional offset is more likely to burn up his stove <laughs> yeah. than he is on the reverse flow. Reverse flow is like the easy button. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. I've actually had a lot of customers. I've had some talk to me. Went prior to getting their smoker from us, and they say, "Man, I've never used a reverse flow. I've, ne- I've always my granddad cooked on traditionals. That's all I've ever known." And they've got a lots of questions, and some say, "Well, this is going to be my first one." I say, "Okay, you know, I'm excited for them yeah. to try it." And then they'll reach back out to me afterwards and 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 say, "Man, that is the easiest, you know, lowest maintenance, you know, as far as it's just the easiest time I've ever had smoking." A traditional is going to throw you immediately into your fire management skill. Right. Yeah. And I'm going to build me a traditional offset. I want one. I want one. I do. I really do. At this point, you guys have tons and that tons of hours. But yeah. right out the gate, I think the reverse flow is going to be a little more forgiving for your fire. Absolutely. It's going to give you that, that smoke and stuff time to make its way around and out. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's more money. So when you initially yeah. buy in, you're not, they're going to Traditional offset yeah. is hands down easier to do. Right. Oh yeah, it it's a money maker. Less plate, less calculations. You know, uh, a traditional offset is much more forgiving as far as if you're building your first cooker, you better build a traditional offset mm-hmm. because if you can mess up way quicker building reverse flow than you can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. That's why I was going to the plan when I was making my first. Yeah, the plan, you know, the plans kind of make it easy. It's it, it removes the frustration of trying to figure yeah, out all the math. Uh, oh yeah, if, you if know. You, if you've never done a reverse flow, guaranteed if you just go out on a limb and want to build one, mm-hmm. and you don't do any uh, you know, research any or anything. Understand what mm-hmm. what needs to happen, how big your step, you know, all that. You just instinctively know. I, I okay. recall that portion of my like, yeah, this. Like, That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And I think, you know, traditionals are, they're starting to be more prevalent in our shop and stuff. But really, I mean, the demand, it's not that we choose to build reverse flows over traditionals necessarily. Um, You know, we build plenty of traditionals and I like them all. You know, I like them all. Paul's really the man to ask. But, uh, but, you know, people just, 
for right. us, it, for us, it's, it's our clientele, right. mostly reverse right. flow, because that is what we, we found the business on. That's right. what we've done. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. You know, you have to get in some some general general offset stuff. Yeah, you know, right. Right. you know, if you want to. Well, well, also, I, I don't know, you, you know, so you, and another, I like it. I like. I think they look good. Yeah, another yeah. thing to do is look at like uh, I don't know for when you're doing marketing research, look at like Google Trends and like you'll see pellet grills. Like if you do pellet grills and then you type in offset smoker, reverse flow smoker, and, and all this other stuff right. like that, and it'll give you a graph that shows you the, the the trend of like what people are searching for on Google, right? Well, pellet grill is always like way up here, you know, and then like offset smoker is right there, right? You know, and then you got reverse flow now. Right. Used to be it was reverse flow and then it was offset. Right. You That's know, exactly so right. so you can just kind of ride that trend, you know, figure out what people are actually looking for. If you're if you're doing it for money, you know, for, for a living building pits, it just makes sense. People want, you know. That's right. And uh, but when you're surely famous, we're gonna start calling surely famous. When you're when you're surely famous, you grill the hell you what want. I have no desire to build, and he has no desire to build. Unless he has changed as an insulated vertical cabinet. Dude, I'm I out. have no desire. None. <laughs> I've gone. We went well, Lyle, he's standing over there. You I've, can see him in the doorway. He's I've gone there. through some of that a little bit. And, he's uh, and I've feet. worked on a lot of them that were warped up. I don't like it. Yeah. I can't do it. It won't let me do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to build an insulated firebox door ever again. I mean, well, I'll be straight up honest with you, and he will. We built from we started building when we started building our insulated firebox, and we started building insulated firebox doors. And we must not know, but I mean, we had major problems out of them. And I've seen other people have major problems that, that are really well-known well, we, people. We quit building. You know, we're really well-known people. Because, and I, one guy we sold it to, he made one too. He worked for a company that he got their engineer, mechanical engineer involved, sent us a draw, and we built it like that, and the dang door still worked. And we said, it's over. We're not doing this no more. It's over. He did. Did you? With his welding rig. Yeah, I'll go to rig. Three quarter inch plate. My yeah. goodness. Uh-uh. So, no, no, it's like, I, I think I'll be honest with you. What I think it is. What, what makes it happen? I wanna so, know. so exactly it's, it's it's re- heat of rejection. You can't reject the heat out of an insulated firebox. Is it, is it cold and hot? And they over fire it. That is the engine. That we so whenever we're building, we did four inch plate inside. <clears throat> Two inch styrofoam quarter plate outside. Well, the quarter inch plate on the inside got hot, and, and it moved. Expect, as it heats up, it expands. Well, the the plate on the outside was cooler, so it was contracting, pulling, or not expanding the at the same yeah. rate. Right. right. Yeah. 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 They're moving at different rates, so therefore something's the going to hit. Like, no, we're coming over here. Dude. And, and <laughs> We went as far as putting bar, look, we went as far as putting bars in them, cutting slots in the doors, 
plug welded them saying it is impossible for this to move. <laughs> and that song got <laughs> yeah, yeah. They can, uh, oh, they can be built. I ain't saying that. It's not worth it for me. Well, the, the real problem comes in when when someone when a pitmaster overfires the pit. Oh yeah. Because if that coal bed, you know what happens is you you start with coal bed, you throw wood on it, the wood burns, becomes new coal bed, and that you just like add wood too fast, then your coal bed starts to kind of yeah. grow a little bit as you go. You know, and it's, then all of a sudden you bust that one log on mac that's what i would do that thing if you bust that log it's going out of sight you cannot bust that you cannot hit the log with your poker and try to it's too early it's not yeah. ready leave it alone right. you know because it, yeah. you got clear smoke that's your time everybody's wanting you to you know get smoke you know and so you know you if you got clear smoke yeah. they don't think you got no flavor yeah. but actually you still do just as tyler said and then you throw more wood on and you bust up the other log. And now we're going to 400. It's over with. And, and the thing about it, too, yeah. when you've got insulated fireboxes on bigger reverse flows, offsets, and stuff like that, you're building a lot bigger fire than just a little cabinet. You now, know. now, I will tell you this. You know, I think the biggest issue is with square inside, square yeah. outside. Yeah. If you do round inside. I can I, I have a design for a round insulated firebox in my in my mind because I used to weld a lot of I did a lot of pipe fitting welding with a jacketed with yeah. a jacketed pipe yeah. with some you ain't gonna work. <laughs> yeah, but so, I butted in on you. I'm sorry, but no, I've just no, been no, thinking about right. that yeah, for a long it's, time. It's like, but but you see a lot of round fireboxes, you know, inside square. And usually yeah. the squares are ten gauge. On the outside, they're not usually like quarter. Like, no. you know, you guys is overkill, even over my overkill. I'm quarter everything. You guys three eighths and three quarter. You know, yeah, we. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I got a griddle. I got a griddle. Tyler just chewing my backside out outside while ago. I got a griddle on that cooker. It's three eighths thick. He said, "Dad, this is no sense in this." Tyler, I'm OCD as heck. I, I just felt like it needed to be. Look, said, look how good Blackstone's doing, yeah, man. And they're it. only like 10 games. I know it, and I'm building a three-eighth uh, three griddle. He's right. It is. Yeah. I made him and Ross get it out of the yeah, truck. You might, well get, you might as well get a tractor bucket and some chains and pull that thing off. That's funny. But, hey, you know, it, it won't warp. It, it ain't going to warp. Yeah. Yeah. You know, warp still sucks. It does. It does. Huh? And, and, you know, especially you know, a strong door or something. Years. Gonna do what it wants to do. Whenever you think you got it figured out, what is what's gonna happen? Yeah, guess again. It'll move again because what if you can get one from you know the steel mill? There can be different. You know, steel is not. They different. Yeah. Different recipes. There's a little bit more of this alloy in there, which whenever it gets hot, it moves a little different than this. Yeah. You know, so That's it's true. Still but whenever he supplies, he does different things. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, man. That's oh, crazy. my goodness. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, yeah, this this has been real fun, guys. I'm so glad. I, You know, so Paul called me one day. I'm going to tell you here. <laughs> you going to tell Paul, me, right? Paul called me one day. He's like, why won't you have me on the podcast? And I was like, Paul, I'm saving it. Just trust me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I've been wanting to have you on here, man. Yeah, and, that's and, right. uh, 
I think you guys are just killer. I, we've had a lot of good times, you know, over the years and talked yep. about a lot of cool we stuff. Have. We have. And it's been super awesome to watch you guys grow, man. Well, I mean, super awesome to watch you grow. I ain't, <laughs> I'm not letting any cats out of the bag, period, here, but never do that. But you'll yeah. see something from old Frank. Right. He's got something in the world. I don't want to say nothing. Oh, He's got shoot, something going yeah. on. I might, I might be buying a pit. Oh, shoot, I don't know. Frank got it going on. Frank's slick. Now, so, you. so tonight we're going to cook at 2000. What you guys don't know is Paul's a hell of a cook. Don't let him, don't let him fool you. I like yeah. to do it. Yeah. I like to have fun, man. We, uh, yeah. we, uh, you know, we do. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, another, I always like to do this. I want to give a shout out too to all our veterans out there, yeah. man. Amen. Our veterans, man. Look, I'm gonna tell you what. There wouldn't be a soul sitting in this room right now if it wasn't for a veteran. Absolutely. We hobo off of your backs every day, man. And I'll include the, the police and first responders and everybody in there. But I'm a big. We are a big supporter of veterans. It's just I love to do a build for a veteran. Oh my just, God. It just fires me up to do it, yeah, you know. Yeah. Because it's just it's just something uh, it's something that's good and, you know means a lot to us you know because again we hobo off their backs man mm-hmm. we don't think about that a lot of people don't think about it you know we we do we thank God for them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So so as if you needed the bigger waiting list. Okay. How do they get a hold of you, Tyler? How do how do they how do they get on the list? Email. That's it. Email. I, I, I have numerous phone calls every single day, and I, 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 I hate not being able to get back to everyone. And a lot of the time, you know, a guy called me, and I'll just send the number to my brother Ross because it doesn't matter who you are. There's no possible way that you can work at our shop from 5 a.m. to 2:30 or 3 p.m. Go home, do. 50, 60, 70 emails. Sometimes and then, more than that. Yeah, sometimes more. And then call 20 or however many people. You just can't do it. You know, and I, I don't know if people feel neglected. Uh, but if you email us, I do emails every single day. And I may do emails, you know, work at the shop from 5 to 2.30, get home, take a shower, and do emails from 3 to six, seven, eight. I've done it nine, ten o'clock at night because I can respond to more people right via email than you know talking on the phone. You know, I, we, I love talking to guys on the phone. So does Ross. You know, he'll sit there and he Ross and talk to your ear off anyway. Uh, <laughs> you know, but, he will. You know, He's good though. Is, you know, email, What's that email address? It's Tyler at showmanfabrication.com currently but what we're working on We've got a gentleman doing the, our new site, and by the way, if anyone goes to our website, ignore. Please ignore. Yeah. We've got a gentleman building a new site for us, and what uh, he's trying to do is have essentially like a, a chat. Okay. Where people can, you know, there will be several guys in the shop that, you know, know cookers, you know, know, you know what we do, you know, different models, designs, to where we can all interact with that mm-hmm. customer so we can, you know, you get almost instant feedback. You know, yeah, right, right. Because, you know, right now, it's, I mean, you even, know, I, even I with what, 70, 80, 90 yeah. hours a week. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, of course, you know, you'll have some guys get frustrated. And But I just want everybody to know that I'm telling you, I'm 
<laughs> you got a two year. You know, when to answer the question, too, somebody said, Well, you're not in office. Do you realize what you're asking there? Oh, my God. That, that would even be worse. You know, yeah. you got to tell them everything, and it, 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 it that just won't work. Think, not for us. It I don't work. think you could teach somebody to answer the questions that are asked. No, you exactly. Have to exactly. You, you have, have to have a secretary that answers the phone and says, Oh, you can throw up every question. Um, sure. I don't yeah. know anything. <laughs> this is sure. Well, I can tell you what it would be. It would be, be, hold on, let me go ask Paul. Yeah. Or let me go ask Tyler or Ross. Right. Yeah. We're out there in the, in the shop working. If, if, you see, if you saw our video footage in the shop, I mean, I'm talking about we're, oh, running, yeah. we're running. We're yeah, you guys are hauling. We get yeah. with it. Uh, we don't yeah. you know, pull around. We don't mess around. We don't play on our cell phone. We don't eat lunch. Yeah. If I eat lunch, I'll sit on a five gallon bucket and eat a sandwich while yeah. yeah. he's welding or something. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, you know, what he, what he didn't tell you though is that I'm going to retire from the refinery in about two or three years and I'll take me an office out so I may be the official. <laughs> I can answer hey, your questions. Tom, what's up, Tom? There y'all are. Look at, look at, look at, look at him. Yeah. Anyway, guys, hey, I appreciate you joining us tonight. The party's just getting started. We're getting ready to have Etouffee. Happy hour, guys. We'll see you later.